Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. We're at episode 115. My name is Elvis. My name's Barbara. How's everybody doing? What's happening, Barb? A little busy this week? Yeah, very busy this week. Very happily. I've been at the bench all week, all day, every day. So it's been good. Now, the last couple of years, you've mentioned a few times on this podcast how sometimes you wish you could get back to the bench. And now that it's happened, <laughs> and now that you're cranking on the bench, are yep. you happy to be back on the bench? Totally. That is my, they call it your happy place. That's my happy place. So yes, I'm very happy to be there. And I'm creating again, and my son's with me again, because he was furloughed, and so now he's back, and he's doing anteriors, and we're messing around with the Mio stain. And oh, yeah. Amazing. I really like that. So, yeah, it's been really good. What are you mostly doing? Emaxes? or yes. you, uh Emacs and layering. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that Mio stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm super happy with it. I am by no means a glazer, but it seems like it produces a nice results, and their colors have the weirdest names I have ever known. Uh-huh. True to that. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, we're getting busy here in Indiana. I mean, it's picking up. We're bringing more people in and added a, yet another driver. That's always a good sign, oh, and we're just cranking through it. I think it's going to even get busier. I think we're going to be probably back up to a 70% in July, I'm hoping. Fantastic. Yeah. Good time, Elvis. Yeah, all those webinars we took over furlough, they're really paying off. <laughs> yeah, and we've gone from the coronavirus to the riots, and... Look at how fast the coronavirus dropped off the face of the earth and the riots came on. So it's been, a, it's been a rough time in our country, but I'm glad to be back at work. I'm trying to stay focused and positive, and that's, uh, that's what I have. It's definitely an interesting time, but we're happy to be working. We're happy to be making teeth again. We're happy to be helping the community. Yep. All right, so let's roll them. Again, it being CDT and Dental Technician Appreciation Month, make sure you stick around to the end of this episode. We got a ton. Okay, not a ton. We got a <laughs> couple more thank yous of people shouting out in our industry to celebrate. Awesome. So actually, it's a sad time here on the podcast. After many, many weeks of releasing recordings, we have come to the end. Not our end, just the end. Let's make sure we Everybody knows that. This episode has the last two conversations that Barb and I got while at the Argon booth at LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020. We should be getting ready to start playing conversations from the DLAT, the FDLA, and Lab Day West. Sadly, those shows never happened this year. Bummer. Oh. Yes, absolutely. So today, we are going to celebrate the last of the face-to-face -face recordings from that time when it was okay for all of us to be in the same room. <laughs> the two conversations we have are really, really good. So first up, we talk to Michael Thomas, CDT, and Shannon Foscue, I'm sure I'm nice saying that job. wrong, <laughs> from Edge Dental Solutions. Michael has a long history with affordable dentures, and with Shannon's help, they take their knowledge and experience to help labs all over the country reach their full potential. It's a neat concept. 
And then we talked to the queen of Lab Day, Judy Fishman, and Jenny Albert Cole. They stopped by for our annual sit-down with the crew from LMT. They talk about the show, the wonderful vibe that's going on, the new exhibit hall, and how LMT has gone to the digital format of their magazine to reach even a larger market. So good stuff from the Argon booth at LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020. Whitmix is super excited to announce the new Pro 4K large format 3D printer from Asiga. The open material printer for 385NM and 405NM resins features renowned Asiga reliability and super fast print mode for large batch printing of virtually all print resins. It's ideal for printing any kind of model, dentures, splints, surgical guides, impression trays, and more. As with other Asiga printers, the Pro 4K features the SPS, Smart Positioning System Technology, which ensures that the build platform is in the correct position when forming each layer, providing repeatable accuracy and production continuity. The Asiga Pro 4K DL printer is priced at under 25 grand has a large build plate, and is available in both versions. For more information about the Asiga Pro 4K, visit Whitmix.com. We appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. All right, we are here day Friday. I always want to say day one because this is the first day I've been here, but it's actually day two of LMT Lab Day Chicago. We are at the Argon booth talking with Mike Thomas and Shannon Couscous. (laughs) What is this? Foscue. Foscue? Yes. Foscue. That's a new one. have not heard that one. And you guys are from Edge Dental Solution That's in right. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. What is Edge Dental Solution? Edge Dental Solutions is a, we're really a management opportunity okay. for dental laboratories and dental technicians. We provide affiliation opportunities uh, for really select laboratories and technicians, and we work with them to uh, primarily take them into this, this next age of dental technology, help them compete, recognize opportunities in the industry, capitalize on on those opportunities, Uh help them with their own business financials and help them understand where they uh, have room and what they can expect from an ROI standpoint. But really the purpose is to, you know, take some super strong talent that maybe at times, especially with the way the industry has evolved, we have a, a, a massive number of technicians and, and, and laboratories right now that are struggling a little bit with fear, uh, understanding. They're overwhelmed. They know they have opportunities to succeed. Yeah. They know there's new yeah. opportunities, but pinpointing what those are and taking advantage of them is, is sometimes challenging. You do that at the technician level or the lab level? Both. 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 Um, we've done it at both. And Interesting. It could be on the technician level, it can help, it can be helping them understand what some of those opportunities are. It may be employment opportunities or it may be individual ventures to start their own laboratory. Really? Interesting. Right. right. And we, so we've done some of that. We've also 
uh, worked with some individual small lab operations that, frankly, just would have been washed out. In, in, in today's age, with you know, the way the industry, like I said, is evolving, and we call it a revolution, some sure. people call it a transition, but the way it's happening, a lot of these, frankly, super skilled technicians within these laboratories that have been very successful on their own for, you know, for years, mm-hmm. just, just honestly would have been washed out over the course of the next five because years. Because of their lack of... Getting technology, understanding the business. I think understanding the first and foremost is understanding the big picture. Yeah. Being able to really step back and look at the world around them and understand not just the dental laboratory industry, but the dentist practice industry, yeah. the, the manufacturing industry, and where it's all leading. For many of these groups, these, these small labs, they feel the pressures, but they're not quite sure how to react. Yeah. And well, and then also too, some of you know some of the best technicians are artists, they're craftsmen, but they might not have the business acumen oh, I could needed totally to yeah. run a marketing campaign or to build out commercial facilities or you know what technologies to invest in, and so and some of those basic foundational business operations they need help with. Well, we hear about it all on the clinician side. You have a dentist that just wants to practice dentistry, but they have no idea how to run a practice, and they have no idea how to market it. Mm-hmm. It's no different than a lot of labs, I imagine. Right. That's true. In the old days, as you know, the, the relationship triangle was the dentist, the laboratory technician, and the patient. Yeah. And, of course, you had your suppliers that were also considered to be your partners. Sure. And it was th- those relationships were strong. They held, and they were dependent on each other. But we saw dentistry transform mm-hmm. far before we, we saw lab, lab yeah, yeah. technology industry transform. And I'm not sure it really has yet. It has to some degree, but not yet. And, you know, the DSO space is is growing rapidly. Yeah. It, it's, it's the fastest growing segment of, of dentistry. And it captures a certain market share technicians um, you know some laboratories have have been able to take advantage of that seize upon those opportunities others have been washed out by a little bit individual technicians have had fantastic success you know as employees of of some of those groups but everybody's different it's not for everyone and um, you know some technicians and small laboratories they don't want to be washed out they need some help they want to understand the big picture and how everything that's happening around us is impacting them directly. Absolutely. And their strengths and weaknesses are different. Understanding what their competition is doing. Yeah. Um, understanding what they can expect from from a, 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 an ROI standpoint. How they can maximize returns. Maybe take a real close look at their financials. Yeah. Um, over the last several years, see what they've done. See where they've missed out understand what's happening in, in the world around them, and then drive forward. There's a lot of these technicians think that those opportunities are very small and, and they're, they're scared. But in truth, those opportunities are huge. What does most of them think, that they have to go work for another lab? or Well, um, they have to go work for another lab. They may not understand the value of their lab. They may be looking at an exit plan or thinking they were looking at an exit plan in five to ten years, 
but not understanding what their value would be or the value of their business would be. Sure. And in fact, you know, if they keep going down the path they're going, that that value could be minimal, um, especially with the pressures and, and the growth of other mid-sized lab operations around them. But if they do the right things, they can maximize their value and then figure out what kind of exit plan they want. Do they want to sell? Do they want to, maybe they want to invest in digital, but just a segment of digital, enough to increase some value, catapult them into that realm. Or even to have their business continue for the next five to ten years. That's right. Versus, you know, their timeline being, right. And then maybe be attractive uh, to someone that would be looking to buy them. Yeah. uh, Or either merge. So we've we've worked with some labs that took advantage. You know, we're, we're in a, a, a small area of eastern North Carolina. That area happens to have a lot of laboratory talent, removable laboratory talent. Really? A lot. Um, <laughs> so that's the mecca right there. <laughs> it, it really, it's the breeding ground. <laughs> it really is. And But what we found is that a lot of these small lab owners there had worked together in the past. They knew each other. They were friends. We invested in one heavily and then very quickly merged with another and then acquired another. And, and currently in the process, and this all happened, you know, within the first few months. And now, a year, almost a year and a half later, we're in the process of merging with another laboratory. And it's just to take some of this really, really strong talent, these small laboratories, that are competing against each other, and instead they have a very clear opportunity to merge, to band share, together. share resources. Yeah. These are employee-owned operations, so they're all fully vested. So Edge doesn't own them. No, Edge doesn't own, although in one particular situation, when we founded and we started, we did start with Edge, and we did start with a core Laboratory. Okay. So we do have, we did start with some mutual ownership in that scenario. Since branching out, that's changed. We yeah. expanded and went into two other states. But I'm sure everything you've learned at Edge applies to whatever you're doing outside of it. I'm sure you learn a lot about laboratories having your own. True. Yeah. But we formed these at the same time. Okay. It was a unique, it was a very unique situation. You know, what we did in our former life really taught us more about <laughs> the business and the operation and, and laboratory operations, the practice relationships, what the market is doing, yeah. how the industries impact each other, yeah. and which is more so today than it ever has. You want to talk we'll about continue. your prior life? <laughs> or is that a hush-hush? Which one? I had a couple. Um, no, we got to work it's, on the, the elevator speech, though. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, I've got a different one every time I, okay. I, I talk about it. Yeah, I, I, was, um, I was with Affordable Dentures. I, okay. I, I, I had a small laboratory before that, and then I went to work for Affordable Dentures 22, I think now. It was 22 years ago. As a technician. As a technician. And I had some amazing opportunities within that environment, that world. I moved from a bench technician uh, into a regional manager position. I sure. was involved in new development, de novos. Um, we did a, I did a lot of, of, of different things, and I had some really good fortune there. I, had, uh, I went to work for the founding family when I started and worked for them for quite a while. I had a really good relationship with yeah. them. 
And at some point, I would say it was 2009, I believe, one of those family members left, and I had the opportunity. He was uh, COO of laboratory operations. I had the the chance to uh, move into his role. Wow. So for about 10 years, um, I ran laboratory operations for affordable. Wow. That's and, a big, uh, uh, I mean, how many labs do they have? I mean, how many It was locations? huge. When I started with the company, we had 48 locations when I started. Yeah. When I took over that role, we had, I believe it was around 125. Wow. So we grew, we grew quickly. Yeah. When I When I left, we had... We hit two fifty, two hundred. Well, I'm I'm not sure of that. I've I've got to go back and really think. Yeah, two twenty five or that's 250, a lot. Though. I, I I think I I could be. Well, we I do know this. We had eight hundred laboratory technicians, so I was responsible along with my team. We were responsible for overseeing. Wow, two hundred and twenty five or fifty locations, uh, all with on site laboratories, and yeah. a total of eight hundred technicians. I didn't realize that so many had multiple technicians. You always hear about those kind of businesses having one technician. But. Yeah, these operations were a little bit different. Um, the affordable operation had to. I mean, we had the the vast majority of our of our business was built on removables. Yeah, and sure. We advertised same day or next day, mm-hmm. so you had to have the technician base right there on site working with those sure. dentists in order to accommodate that. And not one one technician couldn't do it. No, there no. were certainly some locations that, you know, did a few units a day, and one technician could satisfy that. But there were many. The average was fifteen units a day. We had some locations doing fifteen same day dentures a day. Sure. Yeah. We had um, our, our, <laughs> our busiest location. Our I'm flag- thinking of the numbers we do, and it's like we asked for like a six days to do it. You know? <laughs> yeah, we had uh, one location that. Golly, they, they did 40 units, 40 units a day. Six ladies working in that laboratory, wow. and they were a machine. I bet. Uh, Noticing he, he threw in there uh, six all-female technicians. They were. Now, with the most we had a lot of trouble in that location early no on. Way. No, no, no. In, Drama? In, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jumping ahead. No, when, when I first took that location over as a regional manager, we had a male manager. I think maybe two two male yeah. uh, are working in that laboratory, and I mean it was it was trouble all the time. We had a yeah. fantastic dentist in there; he's the greatest guy in the world. Yeah, but always having trouble, and so we had a little bit of turnover over the course of a year or two. And a lady took that operation over uh, as manager, and I don't know. We turned around and we had six six ladies working in that lab, running that lab, and it was you never had to go there again. It was just, I mean, it ran I get it. beautifully. I get it. Beautifully. I would, I would always, always trust a lab that's run by all women. <laughs> would you really? Yeah. Well, I've got some other stories I can share with you. But <laughs> that one in particular was, um, was really something to behold. As a matter of fact, I went into that. I'll never forget. I, um, we had a, a, a waxer in there and she waxed for two setup technicians yeah so these both setup technicians would would set yep, yep. and hand their cases to her to, to wax finish wax and yeah. she was the fastest waxer i'd ever seen yeah, ever yeah. laid eyes on and she had a system and i sat down next to her one day and i said i want you to i want to learn your system and you know they laughed at me and all but yeah. but i did and she it was very simple i mean she went through five steps 
and never duplicated those steps. And she could wax a full upper and lower in under three minutes. Whoa. And, but think about it. I mean, she was doing 40 a day. You have and, to. And had been there for years. She had to. And, but her work was beautiful. She knew exactly how much wax. That to was going to be my next question. I could slap some wax on there in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to look good. She Most was, of it won't even stick. She but. was amazing. But, but we were able to take that as a best practice and take her technique and, and you taught it to the rest. teach that throughout, cool. throughout the rest of the network. And things like that really helped us. I mean, if you just put 800 technicians out there and said, okay, you guys Good go luck. at it, yeah. you know, let's all knock out, you know, 1,000 or whatever it was um, units a day, it would be a mess. But these were teams that really worked with each other well, taught each other, fed off of each other, yeah. shared best practices, and there were some situations where it was absolutely beautiful. Sure. Now, of course, with that many locations and that many technicians, you also had uh, a management staff for a reason. It, it, there were some situations that didn't work so well. Sure. But, um, but there was also, it was a lot of fun. It's it was a big a lot operation. Of fun. It was. So then you left Affordable. I then, did. Why? I mean, obviously, do you want to go on your own, do your own well, thing? Well, um, you know, I, I had my reasons then, or I thought I did. I'll put it that way. Yeah. And, and, but looking back on it two years later, and, and being able to look a little bit deeper into my own psyche, I, I think I realized that 20 years was a really good run. Yeah. And we did a lot. Our team did some amazing things. Um, and there was still a lot to do. That company has moved pr- very heavily into digital. Oh, yeah. They've um, partnered up with Carbon. I mean, they right. were talking about it. I mean, that's. There's still a lot to do. Um, I, I, but looking back on it, I think I realized, you know, I just wanted to do something different. I, I knew that. I get it. I felt like I'd, I'd put my mark, and a lot of my team had put their mark, really excelled on that company and its purpose. Yeah. And we had, I had, I saw a very clear opportunity within the industry to also do something very different and and special and unique. And that's what I I, I went after. Trust me, it was scary. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 20 years in. That's a big change. Yeah. I just had two children um, or just had my second child. Yeah. And, you know, was, was very used to the comforts of that job. And the, that operation and, and the pressures of that job. But I just wanted to do something different. So it was, it was a leap. Yeah. But I felt like there was just, like I said, the industry was ripe with, with opportunity. A lot of dentists, a lot of dentists need some really solid lab staff. There's a lot of dentists with a real strong desire for on-site services. Yeah. But they have no idea how to get it. They have no idea how to manage it, yep. how to get those technicians, pick the right technicians, and maybe they need some help with that. We, we knew at the time that digital was going to be massive and it was going to continue to grow. I didn't know exactly what it would look like in two years. I just knew that it's gonna be there. it was going to be there, yeah. and it will continue to be there. And I do believe that now – you know, every, everywhere you look, I mean, for, for the last several years, you come to these shows and it's digital, 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 yeah, digital, yeah, yeah. Di- digital lab, digital dentistry. And I really do believe that in five years we will have dropped 
that vernacular, and it won't be digital. We're, we're in a transition. It'll just be dentistry and, yeah. and dental laboratory. And, It'll you be know, the, common. We, yeah, yeah. The, the, the workflow will be fully digital. I think that there will still be absolute demand for conventional techniques. Or at least knowledge of and the ability to do right. while you're doing digital. And, Absolutely. and to transfer that to digital. Yeah. But but there will be there will still be demand for that. I think the demand will be smaller, but those technicians and those lab operations still have some opportunity ahead of them. Now for how long I don't really know. Sure. I wish I did. Uh, I do think that everyone in this business really needs to wrap their heads around what they need to do to not just survive. If you're looking to survive five years from now, I think you're in trouble. Yeah. You need to be looking for opportunities in which you will thrive. Sure. And um, really make a, make a stamp, put your mark on, on the industry. We, we're sitting at, depending on who you ask and what report you look at, somewhere between seven and 9,000 labs today. There's been a sharp decline in, yep. over the last 10 years. I think that decline might even get steeper. If you look at other segments of healthcare, you know, dentistry is a lo- sort of like the, the, the last frontier, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's catching up to what healthcare has done, consolidation, merging of I mean, super, super-sized yeah. healthcare providers. And the same's happening with dentistry. I, I think the same, you look at prosthetic and orthotics laboratories. I mean, there's, there's very few... Oh, really? Massive operations out there right now. And these are billion-dollar companies. Sure. But if you really look, there's 10, 12, 15 that are super well-known, and they've been around for a long, long time. So, you know, I'm a little bit afraid that we'll see a shrinking, more of a, a, a massive shrinking of the dental lab industry. Yeah. But there is still within that great opportunity for the technician to be a part of it. I always hear that the amount of labs are going down, but the number of technicians is going up. So there's more technicians now than there were, even though there's less labs, because these consolidated labs are hiring more technicians, and now doctors are bringing technicians in-house, so there's more of them. Hmm. That may be true, although I I do take into consideration when I'm looking at employee base of, of a lot of these operations choose my words carefully i don't want to offend anyone but <laughs> there are a lot of training technicians yeah there's a there's a, a growing i would i would call it a backbench of technicians in the industry in a lot of these laboratories but a lot of the real skill is still departing and it's retiring it's getting out of the business sure. or it's selling so certainly you know you may have 50 employees in a laboratory but I think we could all look at that at that lab and say, okay, how many of those employees are truly technicians? Uh-oh. Sadly, a small percentage. Yeah, and so I, I do think that that number is declining. I could be wrong, yeah, but I, I do think it is. Now, that could change. Sure. That could change. If we really focus throughout on the right education and helping to grow some of this talent that, that's sitting there really hungry for it, especially in the digital realm. Yeah. This newer generation of technicians that are coming in and learning, once they have that bench skill, maybe a couple of years of bench skill under their belt, and they understand the dentist relationship. They understand how to transfer what they're doing to the patient's mouth at delivery. That's rare. 
That's yeah. more and more rare. But when you have some of that, and now you start to adopt digital technology, whether it's it, it may be something very different than what you were doing five years ago, but whether it's design or uh, some phase of manufacturing, sure. post-processing, whatever it is, there's still great opportunity. It's just different opportunity. Yeah, that's great. So when did you come on board with this? Well, I worked for Mike in our former life uh, for about seven years. At Affordable. At Affordable. Okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, the interview process was kind of funny. That's a funny story. I was applying for positions in a small town in eastern North Carolina in Kinston. And the morning that I applied for the position, I got a phone call asking me to come in, you know, in an hour. That they were pretty much done through the through the interviewing process but they saw a couple of things on my resume and just asked me to come in and this is not for a technician position no this yeah. is not for a technician position um this was for an administrative position that also included um some travel coordination and some management of the technicians but yeah. no i am not a technician i've i've set maybe i don't know one two cases they weren't terrible but no, I am. Who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get to the interview, and I knew immediately within the first two minutes that I had the job. Not quite sure why, but you just, you know, when you go in yeah, and, it, and yeah. it's a good vibe, vibe in the yeah. interview. And then I knew that I had sealed the deal when uh, Mike asked me. I can't remember exactly how his question was worded, but it was something along the lines of, you know, occasionally there's interaction with our accounting department. We have things that need to go back and forth. They might be challenging sometimes. How do you envision, like, overcoming that challenge? And I, I think my answer was something along the lines of, well, you just got to kiss a little ass. Nice. I don't remember exactly what it was either. I, I do remember <laughs> she, I was asking her some questions, and uh, she called herself, but she cussed in the interview. And I mean, I, I interviewed, I don't know how many, 10 or 12 people. And, yeah. you know, they were very, you know, some were nervous, some were stiff, some, yeah, you, just, it's hard you know, to. and it was tough. But this was a this was a key position. I mean, that number of technicians, that number of operations, that number of dentists, and then you have all of the other support You're going to have someone with pieces. a head on their shoulder. This is a man. support position. This is a position that is intended to support. Yeah. In, in every day, everything you do, someone else is out there manufacturing operating, sweating, seeing patients. And so everything that we did was support. Support, yeah. And, and you tried very hard not to get in the way of that, except in the few cases you had to, but, but support sense, it. Yeah. So it was a key position. I mean, you had to get, really get it right. And, yeah, she cussed in the interview, and, I, <laughs> and, and she slipped. So she said she knew in the first two minutes. I mean, it was, it was at that, that, that could have been an hour in. I don't know. But yeah. that's when I said, all right, that's what I need. Yeah. I need somebody that's real, down to earth. You know, so I'm going to probably have some challenges I'm going to have to manage yeah. through, but I can fix that. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't. But <laughs> haven't worked out all the kinks yet. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what happened. Nice. That's so then when happened. you left to do Edge, you took her with you? No, I did not take her with me. Um <laughs> I left her there. I wasn't sure. That I, <laughs> he left that me I, high and dry. Good luck. Um, no, look, truth is, she had, she had really good opportunity ahead of her, and I was grateful for that. But they, they were, they were making some operational, some, some, 
structural changes. As big corporations and, do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, when you're there for a long time and you're, you're, it's, it becomes part of your culture and who you are, in retrospect, you look back and you say, golly, I wish I'd have been a little bit stronger in that area. Could have accepted that. Sure. Understood the big picture. But there are certain things you – it becomes a little bit personal. I hate to say it, but it's true. We're all human. And, but one thing that was really, really important for me when I left was that my team have opportunity to move. If it, if it wasn't still in the lab operation – somewhere else within the company and excel and she did have that a lot of my team did and i was grateful for that and some stayed and did amazing yeah some found other opportunities and have done really well she stayed they gave you i don't remember exactly but they gave her some opportunities with some things they were doing with practice support and in various other things and, and she was doing great however what really happened was that our operation was founded and based in Kinston. And that was moving to Raleigh, which is an hour and a half away. Yeah. And not everyone could make that move. Some did. Some were able to commute. But not everyone could. And I think her situation was one that she has a daughter, family in Kinston. She was kind of grounded there. And sure. she just really didn't want to move to Raleigh. So, I don't know, it was some months later she sent me an email called me and we talked a little bit and I think she decided she was leaving to find something else anyway and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know Might as well. I wasn't ready to hire at the time another person <laughs> I, you made I, a position for her well no I actually waited a little while I told her I would as soon as I could yeah. and and then we were able to and we knew we had some really big things to do some of that I knew she would be really good at she wanted to take a leap so I said okay don't get mad at you me. You asked for it. <laughs> yeah, you asked for it. You take a big pay cut? Yeah, huge pay cut. Huge, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, rub that in. So what is your role there? So I, a little bit of everything. You know, Mike stated that we're only about a year and a half in. It can be anything from marketing strategy to logo designs to sales calls to you know, launching enterprise software, it's really, it's still a support role, supporting these practices, getting, uh, or laboratories getting up, running. So my knack is kind of the the strategy and the operations, whatever. So let me see if I understand this. A lab, smallish lab, is looking to grow, Mm -hmm. and they contact you guys. Yeah. You guys will come in and help them with their administrative. Do I understand this? We look at their operation. Yeah. We do a couple of things. First, one of the first things we do is look at their individual market, their area, their region. Do some analysis there. Understand a little bit about their business from a bird's eye view, but also the competition. We will do some research on their target customers. How many dentists are in the area? Yeah, Um, yeah. What's the makeup? What's the mix? And, And then we try to get to know as much about their operation as we can front to back as much as is agreed upon and then we will present what we think a business plan should be and and how to excel it could be that we look at an area and we say golly i mean you've got 15 labs in this area we did look at i I did look at one of these in in birmingham 
as an example. Sure. Um, a lot of labs in that area. You've got some big labs in the area, uh, some heavy competition. Yeah, I know of at least two. Yeah, yeah. the best <laughs> the best opportunity here is to think outside the box and look at some, you know, look at some some merger opportunities. And in that particular situation, there was really no way without doing something like that, without doing something drastic, you were going to compete with the likes of, of some of those big operations yeah. over there. That would have been a massive struggle, possibly a failure, and you don't want to see someone go through that. So let's Did that lab take that advice or were they he like did. He did. Whatever. We we sat I sat in his lab one evening with him and we talked for about four hours and you know, he didn't know what he wanted. He knew he wanted to exit in five years, but he also wanted to try to pass his lab on to some of his, his team, his tab, yeah. um, which were family. But it, it was going to be a real struggle. Yeah. It was going to be a real struggle. So I just considered other options, and we didn't end up doing anything together. That's not to say we might not one day down the road. Sure. But um, there's another operation in Alabama that was very small. And I looked at that. We looked at the, the, the areas, a fairly small town, but a high edentialist population, very high. And Alabama? What? Yeah, really? I know. <laughs> um, and almost no competition. I said, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's get you out of this facility that you're in. Yeah. Let's get you in a new facility. Let's get a little, a little more staff around you. Let's, let's make this thing sexy. His work is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Can't market himself. Let's take advantage of the, the opportunities you've got in the district, some district shows, meeting, CE courses with Dennis. Let's start networking. Let's invest. We invested in him. Different areas, some, some, yeah. some capital expense, some operational expense, marketing. Shannon worked very hard on his marketing, got him ready for some, some shows, and – Really just started and then selling, you know, cold calling Dennis for him. Sure. And getting his name out there, getting him to try him. Because he was probably your traditionally introverted, removable technician that when the phone rang, they're like, they stare at the phone. They don't want to answer it. <laughs> yeah. By far. Yeah. But I've known this guy for a long time. I know him really, really well. And I knew what he was capable of when it comes to his bench work yep. and satisfying a client. Second to none. Yeah. But selling himself. Was the hard part. What's, that's just not him. It's, yeah. not, it's not the way how he's built. That's okay. He yeah. just needs someone to help him with that. Also, some of it is, is not just selling, but it's, it's really opening his eyes to the opportunity. He's excited about digital. Yeah. Where most, most folks in his, in his category would be scared to death of yep. it. If he were to go venture out onto it, into it on his own, he would be scared. But he's, he's excited. Yeah. And he's doing extremely well. I mean, he will, just in a short uh, six months, his business will double. Nice. And it'll keep growing from there. He's, he's in an amazing market. That's awesome. You guys are doing some good stuff. We're excited. Yeah. I've not heard of, of anybody else doing this. I don't know if it's a thing, but it seems to me that I don't think it is, not with laboratories. There's yeah. some successful labs out there, very successful in the small to mid-range, and they're moving, and they're moving quickly. Yeah. They're doing some things really well. But there's a lot of technicians below that category, sure. a lot of labs below that category that want some opportunity. A lot of it's just finding the right people to do it. 
You know what I mean? Like, sure, I want to market. Okay, so I hire a marketing person. But if they don't understand what you do, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. So if you can find the right people. And you need people doing this that really understand lab. Yeah. You know, understand practice, dental practices. Yeah. So I think we have that. We, we also, uh, we've just expanded. We're moving into digital design. We have the talent, the bench talent that has, and the interest in transferring that to digital. We also have the talent that has, has embraced that very early and uh, is really, really good in that category, uh, particularly with removables. So we're moving into uh, digital design and, and um, marketing that. So you'll do the designs for the lab? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That's right. If, if they choose to outsource it, they have another option. Yeah. And we also have the manufacturing arm if they choose. But many of these, you know, at least 70%, maybe more, will already have their own manufacturing yeah. or something set up. They just need help with the designs. And, you know, removables are, are tough. Designs are still fairly new. People are still learning it. And a lot of laboratories may have their own department internally that's doing that. Many don't. Many need a backup. Yeah. Or overflow. Or, or overflow. So we can do that. We do training, all sorts of different things. Is and it all with three shape? or? It is. Yeah. Nice. I think there's there's so much you can do. You know, yeah. You just got to go out and do it. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you guys sitting down with me. Sorry yeah. he didn't let you talk much. I'm used to it. I that's why I wasn't. That's yeah. why I wasn't nervous I about tell. this at all. I can tell on your face. You're like, yeah, he's on a roll. Yeah. Yeah. You guys must work together a lot. <laughs> we do. We do. Elvis, thank you. No, thank I, you. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Super appreciate you guys sitting. Down. I've been listening to you for two years. Yeah. I remember when you started. It, I thought it was cool, and I had this little dream of golly, one day I hope I get invited to do that. Yeah, there you go. But you did. Thank you. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Enjoy Thanks, the rest Elvis. of the show. So tradition continues. Yes. Yes, it does. LMT Lab Day Chicago 2020, the last day, and we are talking with Judy Fishman. And we're also joined by Jenny Ebbett Cole. Hi. Who came on the podcast, is that a year that ago? That was a year ago. It was. Yeah, yeah. To talk about Chicago. Yeah. So how are things this weekend? Wonderful. 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 Yeah. Yes. And we're just blown away by the size of the show and the effort that everybody has gone to, all the manufacturers, to uh, really outfit their space. Yeah, there's some yeah. beautiful the booths. And make it very appealing and make everybody who attends feel very special and important yeah. and cared about. It's a really nice There's a, it's a wonderful really nice vibe. vibe. Yeah. Very good vibe. How is the other tower going for The you? other tower almost looks like you're in the, uh, at the IDS or Las Vegas. It's wow. fancy. Uh, they fancied up because some of them had much bigger space. We didn't have enough space here to, yeah. to enlarge. Well, you can address that. Yes, we didn't have enough space over here to expand some exhibitors who really wanted to have a bigger presence. Well, I think you so, told us that you yeah. had to like, turn people away. We and did. Say, we no, had a waiting list for many years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we were able to open up the second exhibit hall, give people more space, bring in companies who hadn't been able to exhibit in the past and it looks beautiful over there it really does i'm gonna stop by before i leave yeah i've heard really positive things about it yeah Yeah. i heard it's like a day-long party yeah yeah Yeah. i heard they had a really good time last night (laughs) yeah i'm not sure who told me that but yeah yeah 
Well, actually, Ricky Hockhauser, who was next door to Alien, uh-huh. told me she had gotten the highest score on their on their uh, game. Did she win? Was it? she playing their game? Yeah, that's yeah you, can win, you can win a laptop or something. If <laughs> yeah. you play. Oh, that's right. Remarkable. They have yeah. a big prize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, exhibitors shouldn't be able to win the other. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's fun. It's, it is it's, fun. It's I like it fun. when people do I, different stuff like that. Yeah. Like right. Argon doing the 3D. Them doing the video game. Mm-hmm. That's some cool mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. some people have beer. I know. <laughs> that's what I heard. I saw somebody walking around with a beer. And they said There's they one right there. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Starbucks. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's crazy. Before we say anything else, I just yes. have to, like, record my congratulations to Bob for becoming the president of the NADL. Oh, Madam really President. Madam Secretary. <laughs> Madam you. President. Madam President. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. It's been a busy weekend. I bet. I feel bad because I left uh, Elvis alone yesterday because I was doing a lot of NADL things. So, but, yeah. I know. I ran out of tissue. <laughs> had to give him, I had to help his tears. Yeah, yeah, I was crying the whole time. <laughs> yeah, sure and I just stared at people because I didn't know what to say. Yeah, I'm the one terrible. that comes over and grabs people <laughs> and you do the great interviews. So <laughs> yeah. it's a good team. So how is this uh, record breaker? It is as of noon. As of noon, it wow. was a record breaker, 4,700 plus plus. And oh, I don't know. We're still registering people, so I think we may, insane, we may get over 4,800. We're like which, an hour left, and your yeah. people are still registering. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's really fantastic. That's and great. interestingly, we have another 1,000 people who registered who did not come. So imagine if everybody had shown up. Yeah. What's wrong with them? What's wrong with them? Where are they <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, but I can say Can't blame weather. We had decent no, weather fast. this year. It was really oh, nice it was today. Fantastic out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Compared to some years, it's been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We are just excited to be expanding and uh, looking forward to what happens at Lab Day West when we have a second exhibit hall there as oh, well. Oh, you're doing wow. that, too. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And wow. it's, you know, people keep uh, mentioning to us that they love the old days when it was all in one hall. Well, of course, who wouldn't love that it's in one hall? But what happens when you just outgrow space? Yes. You just outgrow you space. Move. You, you do what you got to do. Yeah. There is no other space unless we went to McCormick. And my personal feeling is that it would take away the warm fuzzies. That yeah, we have I would agree in this intimate environment yes. where yes. you, you know, you see everyone in the restaurant, in the bar, here, in the elevators, yeah. just everywhere. Yeah, you know, I couldn't imagine being at the McCormick with the dentist. It would be too big. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. It would just be too big. I spent all my days talking to them. I don't want to talk to them on my. Day <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and I think that's labs funny. love that this is their show. You know, yeah, it's the biggest one agree. for labs only. And then if we kind of look, co-locate with the dentist show, you lose that it being just for them. Yeah. So. We're going to feel like we don't belong. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have that feeling. So. But, you know, it also is very nice. We have a fair amount of dentists at the show. Yeah. And we feel very honored by that and good, especially when I remember the startup. And I don't know if I had added that story in. When I did the first yeah. podcast, but I was handing out the other magazine that I started first, the sure. Modern Dental Lab, and I was standing out at, uh, I guess it was at the Hilton, where the show used to be, the dental show, and I was handing it to a person who came by and took it, and he was a dentist, and I said, thank you, and he walked about 10 steps away from me, and then he turned around and he handed the magazine back and almost shoved it back at me. And he said, oh, this is the dental laboratories. And he said oh. in a d- derogatory way. And yeah, went, yeah. How dare he? Weird. Wow. It was It was just weird. It was like a closed-minded way to go about sure. life. So this is very nice and refreshing. And it's like a, 
came around again. Well, yeah. what's funny is we were at CDT Fest last night, which was a great oh, event. Oh, yeah. But I'm staying in there, and someone brings somebody over, and it's a dentist in my town. He really? just opened his own practice maybe three months ago. I just met the guy, got his work, and now here he is at LMT Lab Day. Oh, wow. It was crazy. I was Fun. like, what the hell are you doing here? I was like, what <laughs> the, this isn't supposed to happen. I was, it, was, it was so strange. But That's he's one of those though. younger dentists. Uh-huh. He's into the technology. He wants to grow it. He bought, like, an old practice, so he's got starting from scratch. What does he do? He comes to LMT Lab Day to learn brilliant. about it. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty great. It was really cool. So my flight out here, whole bunch of lab people, whole bunch of dentists, whole bunch of manufacturers. It was just yeah. so fun wow. to be on the – So this one guy comes by, um, and he's on his way to the men's room at the back of the plane, and he hands me a stack of papers. And he said, excuse me, ma'am, but would you hold this for me while I go to the back of the plane for a minute? And he's smiling ear to ear, and I'm looking at it, and I see that it's so-and-so, DDS. And it's his whole lab day schedule printed out with the seminars he's going to be attending. Wow. And he knew he, he knew somehow recognized me. Yeah. And then he came back and he just had a big hoot out of it. That's <laughs> great. Awesome. He took his papers. That's great. And then you canceled his registration. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then, Ke- then Kelly bumped into him in uh, all these classes. And she's going to cover various events. And it's like almost they're, they have the same agenda. Wow. It was That's just awesome. adorable. Yeah, That's really awesome. Good. So we're going to be at Lab Day West this year. Yes. yes. Super yes. excited. I've never been. I think you've been. I've never one. been. You've never been no, either? No, I've never been. I oh, hear it's so it. much fun. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Chill California attitude. Absolutely. Super 100%. excited. 100%. So we will yeah. be there. Awesome. And then, of excited. course, Lab Day East again. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we struggle a little bit with the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. With attendance. Okay. With attendance. So it's a very uh, dense area yeah new york pennsylvania new jersey very yeah. densely populated lots of labs don't know why they don't want to come out and we analyzed to see how many we're getting from the east coast to chicago and i think that that's part of the reason yeah they i guess i could see hop that. on a plane and they come to this yeah, program yeah here. makes sense so Interesting. yeah huh. But I feel bad for the technicians who like to be able to come to learn and aren't coming, you know, are not being sponsored by the lab owners, I guess, to come yeah. and get some education. Yeah. yeah. Well, we but we have a good time. You. Yeah. <laughs> no. We had a blast. We had a blast last year. I yeah, I've never it. been to Philadelphia. It's a cool town. Yeah, it is a very cool town. Yeah, a lot of history there. Yep. My nephew lived there for a while. My son went to college there. Yeah. U Penn. So. Yeah, it's a nice town. I know recently you brought out LMT in the digital format. Right? Yeah. 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 Do you know the numbers on that? Are a lot of people looking at the digital, or maybe you don't know? I'm sorry. I don't. I know off the top of my the, head. Yeah, I don't have the numbers. There's a certain percentage that prefer to read it in digital because that's where they're consuming all of their media is I digital. Admit, that's right. Look at mine. Oh, really? Yeah. So really? I feel like I it's do. a growing segment where I do. as more people convert to only using digital for yeah. yeah, you know their newspapers, their magazines. I will yeah. also admit that at first the big magazine comes to the lab, and I'm like, oh, it's out, and then I look at my digital. But yeah. that's where I get all yeah. my stuff. I'm kind of anti-digital. I know we had this it, conversation, a but long it's time very, ago. it's really excellent for getting it to people overseas. Because oh, sometimes nice. we have a lot of trouble sense. with the mail delivery system in some countries and we go all over the world do you so we encourage them to not pay for a subscription and just get the magazine totally free 
via the digital edition, which we will happily email to them if they just say yes, they would like that. So that's, that's kind of how we use it. And what we do know about people who do like the print, they like to have the digital edition available for easy reference when they want to look something up in a hurry. Yep. And they can just do I a search. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're on the go, or they're in the like middle the of a conversation. Oh, yeah. I read that in LMT. What did that say? What was that number that they gave us? And yeah. they can just pull it up on their phone. It's, it's really super nice. Easy. I think you guys did a good job with it. Well, thanks. Because there's some magazines that come out and they're terrible to read digitally. Well, the, the reason we hesitated for so long is that our website by itself has all of our articles already on there, and they're all organized yeah. by category, and you can do a search and have them right readily available. Sure. But even though it's not the magazine, there's still something about page one, page two. There's Same still here. something about it, even I though agree. it's not there. Yeah. Well, and you know what's funny about you saying that? When we were deciding which <laughs> which company to go with, I kept telling them, but I want the kind that goes swoosh when you turn the page. I do it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and you just did it. Yeah. Sometimes I lick my finger, too, and I know. <laughs> Where's that alcohol swap? <laughs> but I think it's also the same experience where we went from listening to an album to having all the songs in a list. Yeah. It's kind of the same right. feeling where you have all the articles organized on our website and you can search for them very easily via keyword, yep. but there's something about having the whole thing, one issue, in order, January, yeah. and you can just turn the pages. Yep. It's the yeah. same thing with listening to an album from start to finish. Yeah. True. Yep, I agree. And you can, and you can read along. <laughs> and the nice thing is the ads digital version, you can just click the link, right? Mm -hmm. I, think oh, I, did that. I think I did that. Yes, yeah, that's huge. Yes, yeah, that is actually. That's huge because I'll see something in the magazine. Oh, I want to check that out. Now i got to remember it. But this, I just hit the button on my phone and it just brings up the website. And it's that's super true. convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Without taking you out of the site. I exactly. Think. And I can go back and the magazine's exactly where I left off. Mm -hmm. I just learned something. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's convenient. Great. I'll check it, it out. It satisfies my laziness. Huge. <laughs> well, thank you for sitting down with us. Yes, I know thanks how for busy us. you are. And, thank uh, you. We appreciate the time that you came, and you actually waited for us to finish up. So thank you so much. Yes, you popular guys. Yeah. We love Always being part great of it. to talk to you supporting guys. Supporting what you're doing. We'll yeah, see you yeah, in California really in May. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Home. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. A big thanks to Michael, Shannon, Jenny, and as always, Judy Fishman. It's funny listening to the LMT conversation when we mention that, that we will see them at Lab Day West. And she casually asked for a sanitized wipe. And then unfortunately, Lab Day West was canceled. If only we knew then what we know now. And as of now, LMT Lab Day East is still a go. What is that? October? Yeah, October. But their website says that they will make a decision in July. So I'm hoping I actually talked to Judy yesterday via email. And she says that they're, you know, talking about it. So that's great. If it does go on, let's all support our industry and do our best to attend the meeting and make it an even stronger show. Plus, I know for a fact you and I are ready to get back on the road. I haven't traveled since February. Mm. Ready to go. Yeah. Now is the time that we allow others in our industry to say thank you and give thanks to others. With it being Dental Technician Appreciation Month, anyone can send in a simple audio recording of them thanking that special person or people in the industry. Here is the collections that we got last week. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
Hey, this is Allie Williamson with the Ottawa Dental Lab. A big shout out to all the participants in this year's ODL Delta Toss study group. You guys are working really hard to prepare for your comprehensive CDT exam, and I couldn't be more proud. Also, a big shout out to all the CDTs in our company. We're all doing some great things out there, and we're great mentors for all the new CDTs coming. Hey, everybody. It's Tad at Rocker Dental. I just wanted to do a reach out to everybody in our industry and say how awesome I think you are. I really think we came together so strong as an industry, webinars, answering questions, keeping people informed, sharing technology, just really helping everybody be just a bit more relaxed during these troubled times. I'm really impressed with what we did. I hope and pray everybody's back to work at some capacity, and I really hope you can rock out the rest of this year. You guys are awesome, and I will see you all soon. This is Joe Young from Young Dental Lab. Just want to give a shout out to my great team here in Philadelphia and to all the dental technicians from around the world. Keep up the great work. Hi, this is Ann Steinbach, the CEO of Whitmix. Here's a shout out to dental technicians everywhere in appreciation for their knowledge, artistry, and friendship. Many technicians in the past 30 years have opened their labs to teach me both technical processes and the dental lab business. The list is long, it spans generations, and reminds me of how much I have to be thankful for in this industry. What I value most are the friendships. So just to name a few of the oldies and goodies, thank you to Dave Zelensky, Harold Burdett, Jeff Stubblefield, Walt Richardson, Al Falastri, and Ricky and Buddy Schaefer. And then there's some new friends I've made recently. So here's a shout out to Philip Gold, Allie Williamson, Dan Elfring, Denise Burroughs, and Barbara Wadgen. So now closer to home, I value the dental technicians who work every day at Whitmix helping our customers. Now it's a shout out to Keith Medley in our quality control Bernie Jarslow in marketing, Jim Robinson in sales, Corey Lambertson, Evan Kemper, Bryce Hiller, and Will Devine in our technical support team and training. Thanks for all you do. Cheers. We want to give a thanks to anyone who sent in their thanks. This is Barb and I thanking the thanking thanks. Thank you for thanking me for thanking you. (laughs) I'm full of thanks. (laughs) Thank you. But we need more. There's still three episodes left in this month. We know that there are many out there that deserve the thanks. Now, I tell you, this is really easy to do, and it really shows the ones that you are thanking your appreciation. Just record yourself on your phone or your computer. It's only audio. And email it to us at info at voicesfromthebench.com. It doesn't need to be professional, perfect, or even really long. Just say your name where you're from, and who you're thankful for in our industry. It's a great way to give a good shout out to those who deserve it. So send them in, please. It's not hard. Don't make me beg. Or make him beg. He likes to beg. (laughs) Eh, whatever. (laughs) I'm okay with it. All right, everybody. That's all we got. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Yowzer, what's that noise? That was an air hose.